Okay, last week we spoke about anger. People uh, asked me to elaborate more on it. Decided to take a different safer from Osa Nachman's advice, which is uh, has a collection of his understanding of anger. Now, uh, anger is something which we all have to deal. There's nothing like, as I explained last week, Moshe Rabbeinu also got angry. And you know, Moshe, who's a big, big tzaddik, and the Torah says, he got angry and made a mistake. So anger is, uh, is a tough one for many of us, but it's something that a person can conquer. It's not something that you cannot conquer. And, uh, and as I said, let me just reiterate what I said last week to explain that I explained that, that, you know, normally when a person does something wrong, sometimes, you know, he shouldn't have done it. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, if you've done it, sometimes he, he had a geschmack. Let me just repeat a story. I was in shoe once, and a guy was eating uh, potato chips. And uh, the guy t turns to him and says, you know, that potato chip is not kosher. He says, right, it's a, a Lay's potato chip, I think it's called. No, no, this brand, this part is not kosher. See, there's no OU, there's nothing. Yeah, no. there's cheese in it. And he says, I was wondering why it tastes so good. It's really good. Now, he realized he made a mistake, but he didn't vomit. He said it was good. Someone gets angry afterwards. He says, I shouldn't have got angry, but it was good. No one feels good after the gang angry. No one feels, ah, you know, I shouldn't have got angry, but it was good to be angry and to, be, to let out the anger. It's never a good feeling. That's the rule of anger. And you know, it's much more powerful when we, when we, get, we feel our anger is to conquer the anger. And Nachman talks about this. Let's, let's start. He says, you must break the force of your anger with love. He says, if you feel angry, that moment, do you know, if you do it with love, he says. If you feel yourself becoming angry, he says, make sure you do nothing unkind because of your anger. Interesting. I was once asked a couple who's close to me, and I have a good shalom bias. So I always like to pick up tips from people. So I asked her, what's your trick? She said to me, Whenever I get angry, the thing that I do, I go like this to my husband. And we both burst out laughing. When he gets angry? When he, when she, she was talking about herself. No, so, when, she gets angry. So when she gets angry, and she, the first thing she sees she's getting angry, she goes to him like this. And, and it's a joke, it's a clown, and they both, you know, they both burst out, lang out of laughter. So let's not get carried away. So that's her trick. You know, because we get angry, we're humans, we get disappointed, we want things done. We are the trick of a relationship with any two people, with your wife or your husband, your children, your, your mother-in-law, your sister-in-law, is the way you handle your anger. So Nachman is saying, when you watch yourself get anger, he says, you never do something unkind, just the opposite, do something kind. You know, like, you know, you're angry, okay, we get angry, we're humans, we're annoyed, we're disappointed. It's not, it's not gonna help. You know, uh, my, my daughter's going to camp. Last night she was all, I'm saying, I'm so nervous and I'm so, you know, a bunch of adjectives. I tell her, if it's gonna help you that to, to be nervous, it's gonna make you feel better, be nervous and be agitated. I mean, it doesn't help. These things don't help. Being angry never, and the negative feelings doesn't help us. So what Rabbi says, never do something unkind. The opposite, find something kind you could do. And you see, it doesn't mean the person's getting away with it. Don't worry, if you're annoyed at your spouse, you're gonna let him know, but you can let him know in a nice way. You get the, I always tell myself, I get the same mileage. Get the same mileage, the same way, the same thing. It gets home, hits home, to, if you say it in a kind way. But what Nachman is saying, break your anger in a kind way, he says. 
That's what he said. Make sure do nothing unkind. You must make a special effort to be kind to the very person you're angry with. Sweeten your anger with kindness. That's the first thing. It takes time to do this. You know, especially people who do suffer, who, who you know, who get angry, who grew up in a house where anger was, you know, um, you know, unbridled, as they say. It takes time, but a person can do that. I've seen people change totally, you know, who are angry, and if you put a mind to it, because the, first, the best thing is to recognize in yourself, it doesn't help. It doesn't really help. Screaming and yelling, it doesn't help, he says. When you do this, he says, you'll be able to draw benefit from the tzaddik and be able to understand the true goal of all things. One of the things that frustrates all of us in life, we don't always understand when things happen to us, what is the true goal of this episode that you're going through? Let it be a headache, let it be a loss of business, let it be a shidduch, let it be, it doesn't, doesn't make a difference. We go through many things in life. And what, we, what is troubling some, all of us is, is this, what is the goal of all this? Why is, you know, what am I doing? What is, is this important? How, when a person, he says, calms his anger with love, he will get a feeling what happens to him is for the good. It's not, it's not explainable, but it's a deep, deep feeling. I've said this already more than once. The greatest blessing Yankovimini Vimini got from Hashem, Yaakov was running away from, from his brother. Brother wanted to kill him. He, the famous sleep, he sleeps and he dreams. And what does Hashem tell him? Hinei unoichi imoch. I am with you. Ishmar I'll watch you. All of a sudden, Yaakov is still running. He didn't go home. You know, I would if I hear Hashem's voice telling me that I, I'm with you, I'm going to watch you, I'll go home. He doesn't go home. He goes to Lovan on his trip to Lovan. Lovan, make, you, want, you want my daughter? Seven years. I always joke with young people, no one works seven years to get a wife. At least nowadays. You want her? Seven years. And after seven years, he, he lies to her. And he puts Roch on the Roch. I mean, Yaakov had problems after problems. After, he needed, these problems was shared for him. But the blessing was that he felt that everything is happening is for a goal. There's a good goal there. There's a reason why this is happening. See, when we go through pain in life, we, we, we have a hard time accepting, is this what Hashem meant? Is there a goal? Why? Why me? Why do I have to go through? Why is it not different for me? Why is it difficult for me? You know, it's, we always have the why me question. So when Rabbi Nachman is saying over here, when a person calms his anger with love and kindness, the person that you're angry with, you do not let out the anger. You do something kind. Then this gives a person understanding what in life goes on, he will feel there is a true trueness, there's an important why he has to go through this. Difficult to, to conceive, but this is, he explains at a great land of Pekabala why this is. To feel great, that when now you're going through a tough time, I know this is what it has to be. See, when we all go through a tough time, it's never so hard a tough time, it is tough as much as, did I do it to myself? Is it my mom's fault, my neighbor's fault, my friend's fault? Why me? That, that makes the pain very painful. If you could tell yourself straight, this is from Hashem, oh, then you could calm down. It's from Him? Then okay. Then if I, we question ourselves, is it for Him? Or is it, how much is my doing? And how much is my, in my circumstances? And what happened? Why did I get into this situation? You know what I mean? It's like a, that is the pain. When you, so when you calm yourself with love, when you get anger, this you will have understanding in life in a very deep way. Now, you know, I, I would just want to say, what does this mean? You see yourself get angry. Now, the ones who are married a little longer, we are honest. Sometimes we could be driving home being furious at your own spouse, at your own wife. Happens to the best of us. Instead of being angry, you would do something kind. 
but you know, buy her a flower. You know, you'll get your mileage too. You know what I mean? This, the point is that not to let you could, you know, many people think if I'm going to be nice, then I'll be taken advantage of. You could clearly articulate what's bothering you. I'm annoyed you forgot to take care of something for me. I'm annoyed that this has happened. I asked you not to do it. You can be able to say it, but not with this anger, not with this thing. And you'll be able to, if you communicate the right way. I rarely, you know, Baruch Hashem, have many children. I rarely lose myself and be angry. You know, maybe four years ago, I got very annoyed with my youngest. She did something terrible, you know, it was very frightening. But, but because if you talk to your children, spouse respectfully, they talk to you back respectfully. It works a two-way street. And you can get your way in life. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know, many people think, well, I gotta show I'm really angry, and I'm fuming, and maybe they'll listen. I don't see anyone showing bias be so good because he's angry and is fuming. That doesn't help, not just showing bias, it doesn't help a relationship with your friends if you always get angry. <clears throat> I always have a joke with my wife, and I say to her, you never get angry at the housekeeper. Why do you get angry at me? So I tell her, the housekeeper is going to quit, and I'm not quitting. So on her, you know, you let out the anger. You don't let out the anger. Me, I'm, I'm quitting. So you won't quit. <laughs> yeah, but she knows it's not happening. That's what, that's it, but that's the truth. Why, why would she leave it out on the housekeeper? Not on, she doesn't. The housekeeper, she gets annoyed, and she tries to tell her nicely and again, and then she tells me she's such a klutz, and I told her five times to do something, she didn't do it the right way, and she's, because that's how we are. So uh, I always tell people, see, you can control the anger. She was very annoyed, but she didn't blow up on her, knowing if I do, she ain't coming the next week. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so you can, the people say, how could I? And she was more annoyed at her, than ever at me once, so she did something. I think washed one of the children's blouses and it ruined it. You know, but she was so annoyed. But she, the next time she came, she had all the patience to explain to her why. Because you could control anger. If you know there's a, the, the, the other side of the thing is that uh, she's going to quit, you're not going to be angry. We do have control of our anger. We don't take control. And once you do it, it becomes a habit. People can break the habit. You know, he says what well, he's going to say soon. The koyuch of the tzaddik helps. You know what, um, what he's explaining. What tzaddik over here in the words that the, when a person is close to tzaddikim, to the great tzaddik, then the koyuch of the tzaddik will shine into you and help you understand what life is about. You ask. I have asked this to many people. I once gave a class to men, and. Uh, they admitted that one of the most frustrating things in life is when things don't go well, who is the cause of it? How much is am I the cause of it? It is extremely frustrating. If you would hear the voice of Hashem telling you, this is straight from me. Ah, oh, calm down. Isn't that true? Yeah, yeah. But, but you, you doubt yourself, is it from Hashem? Is it my friend's fault? Is it the neighbor's fault? My competitor's fault? And you know, maybe you did this, you, you, you're hard on yourself. That makes the pain even more frustrating. So this is what Nachman is saying. The more you calm your anger, you'll have, and you get close to you, he emphasizes, you'll get from the tzaddik, the, the, the gift to be a feel, it doesn't mean you get it. It doesn't mean that I have a toothache and I'll understand exactly why my toothache is. I'll be able to accept and realize it's straight from Hashem. It is, it is incredible comforting knowing it's straight from Hashem. Ask yourself in, in, in the things that you went through in life. When you are convinced it's from Hashem, it's very comforting. You want to know why me? It's a separate issue, but it's not so frustrating. Our frustration is always 
maybe I could, I could have done better. You're hard on yourself, you're hard on your neighbor, you're hard on, your, on the situation, your boss, whatever you do in your life. You, we, we like to blame others, and we, we, we don't realize it's straight from Hashem. I would say over a fascinating story I heard from a doctor. Many years ago, this goes back many, a doctor told me that he was a newlywed. This goes back many years. It goes back 30 years ago, even more, 35 years ago. And he was a workaholic. And he was working day and night to improve his, uh, get his future. He had a child with his wife, and after two or three years of marriage, she tells him, you know, you don't need a wife. It's a mistake I am married to you. You need, uh, you're married to your work. And he begged her not to, she didn't hear about anything. He said to me, I got divorced. I really hear this from anyone. We filed papers together. We didn't use a lawyer. I, felt, I knew she was right. I ignored her. And she went on, we didn't fight. I mean, I was terrible hurt. I realized my mistake. She didn't want to hear anything. We got divorced. I, think I didn't have to pay for the lawyer. I gave her what she needed, what she deserved, and we got divorced. Five years later, he got married again. This time he was much more careful who he chose and he wasn't so working so hard. And he's today a very, very famous doctor today. And see the sign. Anyways, and then he, Hashem, he had children from his second wife. A few years afterwards, he came down with cancer. This is going back over 20 years ago, he had cancer and he was going through chemotherapy. There were not too many medicines to help the side effects for chemotherapy. Anyone watch getting chemotherapy, it's the side effects is horrible. It's terrible, terrible. There was not much medicine. He said to me, I survived cancer. And, and he said to me, the cancer that I had 20 years ago, success rate was only 20%. 20, 25% people make it, the rest don't. I made it. He says, I became a better person, I became a humbler person, I became a better doctor, meaning to say, patient, relate much easier, better to the patient. And he says, and I'm not angry. The divorce, which I know I'm in fault, still hurts right here. He says, what's the difference? He says, cancer I knew came straight from Hashem. This type, I don't smoke, I don't drink. This is the type of a cancer which comes, we have no idea. No idea, it's straight from Hashem. This is, a, this is a modern, I don't know how religious it is. Today he's much more religious than that. But I knew this comes straight from, from Hashem. And it was terrible painful. And I, was, I didn't think I was gonna make it. Today I'm a much better person. But the divorce, my ex rejected me, even though I know I'm at fault. But she rejected me, still hurts me right here. So what's the difference? Because here, you know, it's straight from Hashem. You could accept it. You could move on. When someone hurts you, you have such a hard time to accept it from Hashem and to move on. The pain, now really, the, the cancer is a much worse pain. And I watch people never going through chemotherapy. It is horrible. It's horrific. It's incredible painful. And he knew how, how the, he might not make it. I remember he told me he wrote a will and he told his wife for how they, they had two children together, young children. I mean, it is, you have to face reality. That is survivable because you know he's the one in boss in charge, nothing. But when you do, when someone else does to you do something, you don't know how much should I blame her, should I blame myself, should I blame both, should I blame Hashem. That pain stays there right with you. That's the trick. That's what Nachman is saying. When a person will calm his anger with good things, he will be able to accept things that happen from Hashem all the time. Even it doesn't look like it. You know, it's very painful getting divorced. It's very painful when anyone hurts you. It's very painful when someone insults you. Very, very you know, but in every situation, there's a between the... It's, it's more painful, I always tell people, when Hashem wanted to make for the Jews in Israel because they misbehaved, he could have made an you know, earthquake. and could have been just as disaster as Nebuchadnezzar came with his army. Or the Romans came. It's much more painful when someone does it to you. You know, 
four years ago, three and a half years ago, and the, the tsunami in Southeast Asia killed a quarter of a million people. One shake of the earth destroyed the whole, you know, if you know, if you read the, the news, we just ignored it, but that, it killed a quarter of a million. It's a lot worse when someone does it to you. Then it's, you know, it's an earthquake, it's a, you know, a volcano, and people got hurt, and the pain is much bigger. So that, to accept, and not to get angry, the more a person conquers his anger, he does loving things with the person you're angry with, the more you'll be able to get understanding that everything happens for the best. That doesn't mean, I want to reiterate, it doesn't mean that you're going to tell the guy, thank you for, you know, for smacking me. Thank you for, you know, you wouldn't say thank you for not taking care of what I asked you to take care of. Or uh, I'm annoyed at my daughter, she didn't take care of something. Or oh, it doesn't. You could talk in a respectful way. I am annoyed. We said you're going to do this. We said you're, going to, you're supposed to do this. You can do the errands. Whatever it is. Because it's impossible when you're married and you're in a household or you have children, there's always things, tension that has to be taken care of because we humans take advantage of each other. I mean, you know, so we are. But if you communicate not in an angry way, you get, this is the greatness that you get out of this. He says, you will taste the delight of the world to come. Imagine. And you will see how everything in the world is part of the moment to the ultimate goal. Not only are you going to feel it from Hashem, you're going to have a taste of the world to come. Such an powerful, you know, the, the sweetness of life is the inner calm and sweetness you have with yourself. You know, we, we all are living. We know certain days we felt so, the sweetness of life. Certain days we don't want to wake up. We like to stay under the covers for three days and not face the music, as we say. The, the difference, sometimes you feel great and you look at things and you feel really great about everything. He says, when a person does this, he will have the sweetness of the world to come. Life is going to be really sweet. I mean, there's no words that could describe it unless you felt it. I'm sure you had days where you felt, wow, this was a day worth living. A geschmack, as we say. So this is what he's saying. When you do this, you do have an incredible, you know, sweetness in, in your life. Becomes sweet. It means that, you know, very few people love life. It's frightening to say that, but very few people, very few get up in the morning, I'm alive! It's another day. Wake up, and we push down the snooze button once, twice, you know, like uh, a Yiddish, there's a saying, we get out of bed when the bed spits us out. There's a famous Yiddish saying. I mean, you don't, because we don't enjoy the sweetness of life. And the more a person has, with Ramlachman is saying this, he will feel the sweetness of the world to come. And be able to feel the, 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 the sweetness of life. Life has a great sweetness to it. <clears throat> He says, and you will see how everything in the world is part of the movement of this ultimate goal. And you're able to see that this everything has an ultimate goal. Which I explained in the beginning is very frustrating. You know, why, why is this? Why is it not changing? Why is this so? He says, your perception will be according to the root which you have in the soul of the tzaddik. He says, the perception would have as much as you bind yourself to tzaddikim. This is a breast of a council. You should have to bind yourself with a tzaddik. You bind yourself with a tzaddik, your perception will be much greater, much, much clearer. Okay. You know, I, I, I've heard from people who worked on anger, and they, yes? You have to speak up. The ultimate goodness? What? What is the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal of all of us is enjoy Hashem's presence. It's to be close to the Shechina. Our ultimate goal is not to have a good, uh, you know, coffee. We didn't wake up. We didn't wake up this morning. He says, you know, what am I going to accomplish Sunday? A good Starbucks coffee. A good day at the pool or the, the beach. That's not the ultimate goal. It is that we forget 
that goal is taking care of your body. The ultimate goal is that is the ultimate ultimate is whatever we do, every mitzvah we do, and every every good thing we do is the ultimate is we're going to reward it and we're going to enjoy the presence of Hashem. That's being close to the Shekhinah as we call it. Okay, let's now see number three. Through breaking the force of anger with love and kindness, the true tzaddikim receive honor and greatness in the world finds a true leader. One of the problems we suffer, especially nowadays. We don't have these great leaders that we used to have. We don't. So the reality is we have leaders, but in the times of just a few hundred years ago, 100 years ago, we had leaders who really helped the person to find, if you wanted to become closer to God, you found a way how to get closer, the way you are. Moshe Rabbeinu said, you know, said to Yeshua Benin, He's a, Shem says to Moshe about Shubani, he's a person who understands everyone. Ish Asheruach boy, a man who has spirit that the Chazal say, he is able to connect to everyone in their spirit. You know, that's a very profound thing. Very, 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 very profound. Because what happens is to us, we, we understand certain people, certain people we have no understanding for. Certain people we get, we understand, we appreciate. Certain people like we don't appreciate. So when Nachmas, you know, when we have a true leader, the leader will help every one of us and they're to get to their goal, to get to where they need to get, to move on. He says, one will have pity, one who will, he will get a leader, will have pity for the world and to lead in the right way, bringing each individual to his ultimate goal. So this is also one of the great things when a person breaks his anger with kindness. Now, number three, this is a very, very practical. I, I do this to my, I do this mental exercise with myself. Whenever I get angry, I tell myself, I do not understand the person I'm angry with. Because if I will understand it, there'll be no anger. I do, that's what I usually do. I usually tell myself three things if I get angry. Why am I angry? Is I don't understand the person. Because I would understand, you don't get angry. Susie explained it, how, why. Second, I always tell myself that I'm not in a happy mood. I once spoke to a woman with children, and I was speaking about happiness. So a lady tells me, Rabbi, I'm going to ask you something. This Friday, let me describe what happened to me. I had, a, I was, I had bathing the two-year-old, one-and-a-half-year-old. The three-year-old went, ripped the coloring book, and threw each page into the bathtub. You're gonna tell me I shouldn't lose myself. That was the lady asked me. Okay, I said to the lady, I want to ask you a simple question. Imagine 20 minutes before that, you got a phone call, and someone tells you you won fifty thousand dollars, not fifty million dollars, just fifty thousand dollars. The Monday morning, you can pick up a check. You won a special fifty thousand dollars, and your child ripped. The, the, the coloring book and threw it into the bathtub. You know, you would have said, you would have said, this is a Kodak moment. Let me grab the, the camera, even though it's an hour and a half before showers. You would have turned the whole thing into a Kodak moment. The reason you plotzed and, you know, you started screaming is because it was, there was no $50,000 in the bank waiting for you. And, you know, you were in a bad mood anyways and stressed out, so you lose yourself. Now, I'm not saying we could always be but the fact is, when you get angry, I always tell myself that means I was not happy. Because you're truly happy, you just don't get angry. And third, I always tell myself, I don't believe it's bashed. This annoyance was bashed for me. Because if I believe it's bashed, why am I getting angry? But don't, this is, if you do it often enough, you see the less and less angry. But this Ramnachmas is an incredible thing. Anger and unkindness, not just unkindness, not to be kind, arises when people understanding is limited. When your understanding of the situation is very limited, he says. Let's say this mother, you know, why do you think the three-year-old did it? Anyone who raises children knows the three-year-old is, I used, when the children were growing up, I would say they need AT&T, they need attention. When the three-year-old does it, the child is screaming, look at me, you know, you're ignoring me. Three-year-old cannot say, Ma, I need attention. 
So that's what the child is really screaming. The child knew that the mother is going to be annoyed with the, the, with the, the, but the child really wanted was attention. Saying if you understand the situation, the better you understand, the less you get angry. Oh, you understand why is the child acting this way? Now, the mother screamed. I asked the mother, you screamed. Did your screaming help your three-year-old? She says, no, she started crying and put up a tantrum and then I, Shabbos was, you know, it was worse. It's but we lose ourselves, we're humans, and we lose ourselves. But the Nachman is saying, the more you have understanding of your situation, of yourself, of, the, of, of what you're doing, it's a child, it's a spouse, it's a worker, it's the business, to understand where people are coming from, the less angry you get. And the proof to this is, Ram Nachman says, incredible proof. When Mashiach is going to come, it says there'll be no anger and no unkindness. When Mashiach come, there'll be great peace. Why would there be great peace? The Apostol says, The world will be full of wisdom. And the Apostol says, A lion will be able to live with a sheep and a bear with a goat. What does this mean? When there's great understanding, you don't get angry. You don't become unkind. You don't become mean. You, you have an understanding. Let it be your own wife. Let it be your own child. Let it be your own neighbor. A difficult mother-in-law. I'm sure everyone has the best mother-in-law here. But, you know, we have our mother-in-laws. And, you know, and, and, and you know that you, you look at it with different eyes when you understand it. You understand her limitations. Or whatever it is, you don't, it, you don't take it personally. Oh, this person is handicapped, and this person is this way. I'm not going to change it. And okay, there she goes again. Nothing to do with me. You know, it has to do, I, I have a, some of my family who's very annoying. And I, I always tell the people around me, I just give a huge smile and um, yes, and how are you? That's it. And I know that I'm, I'm waiting for some comment any minute. And I don't take it personally because it happened to me, I'm on the phone or I just bumped into her. But it would have been someone else, she'd be the same. Nothing personally. See, the more you understand your situation, the less you, take, you let yourself be hurt. And the, and the more peaceful you are. So whenever you get angry, I always try to tell myself, that means I don't understand the situation. I don't understand my wife, I don't understand my children or my neighbor, why am I angry? There's a lack of understanding. Now, I'm not saying that people who are deeply, deeply hurt. Well, someone just recently told me, I don't want to go into details, but I'm being taped over here, but he, someone literally took away his partner's money and, you know, the, the, the claim that he didn't do it, that someone else did it, until they found out, he probably investigated, he did do it. It's very hard not to be angry. The guy ripped you off, ripped the business away from you. And was saying, but the trick of a person is to calm himself down. If I'm angry, I'm going to do my steps what I need to do. I'm going to go to the entire, whatever he's got to do, go to the police. That's a separate issue. But, but, but you, the natural instinct, you get angry. There's nothing, that's who we are. But the trick over here is, to calm your anger, to be kind to the person. What Nachman here made me try, now it's very hard to try to understand the Ganav. He's a Ganav. But still, if you calm yourself down and look at maybe to some understanding, you won't, you, you'll, you'll, you'll understand the look at his back. He's evil, he's a Ganav, always was. I misunderstood him, whatever, whatever, I gotta deal with it. But the more you understand, the less you get angry, and the more peace you have. So remember, whenever you argue, the first thing we say is the other person's fault. You know, it's always that way. I always tell myself, that's easy to say. It's always easy to blame. I always ask myself, what am I not understanding here? I'm going to get into an argument. Because if I would understand her, there wouldn't be an argument. See, understanding brings shalom, takes away the anger. And that's the truth. If you ask yourself, think about a good argument you had, You'll notice there was a misunderstanding. You didn't understand her. She did, you know, there was something misunderstood over here. Yes. Yeah, there are people that get very angry at themselves, that's true. And uh, 
usually you don't blow up at yourself. Usually, when you're angry at yourself, you let other one people have it. You let it out on others. Unhappy people who are angry at themselves, usually, after a while, the anger seeps out and they hurt others with their anger. See, I, la I last week said, and I want to repeat this, the Torah taught me an incredible thing. The brothers were angry with Yosef. The Torah says many reasons. One of the reasons they were angry at Yosef, but Yar Yosef, Yosef saw, the brothers saw that they liked Yosef better more than everyone else. They hated him, they couldn't talk. Now, who should they be angry if the father has a pet? If the teacher, I always ask my children, children get annoyed at the teacher, and I always try to tell them, if your teacher has a pet, whose fault is it? The child or the teacher? You know, children get angry at the, at, at the, the classmate who became the pet. It's a teacher's fault. Teacher should never have a pet. The, if, the, if Yaakov had a pet, Yosef, who should they be angry with? Truthfully, they should be angry. You can't be angry with your father, so you let the anger out on Yosef. He is at fault that he's the pet. You know, you know, we find to rationalize because we can't be angry. See, anger is always shot in, very often in the wrong direction. You're angry at yourself, you come home and you let, it, you let people have it around you. That's the unfortunate part of anger. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, the, but I'm saying, but the really, what happens? We get angry at the easiest target. That's what we do. Yeah, it's hard to get angry at your father. So you get angry at your brother. You get angry at other people that are the easiest target to be angry with. You see, we don't. Yeah, it's a great thing. We hope we could keep it because most often we don't do that. Most often we let our we're strangers, we're nice. We, <laughs> We, we're nice, we're ni we try to be nice and kind with strangers. That's how we are normally. So he says, the deeper the understanding, the more the anger disappears, and kindness and love and peace spread. This is very profound. You see here what he's saying? The deeper the understanding, the more the anger disappears, and kindness and love, peace spread. See, love... This is very, very important. I try to teach this to young, young people when they get married. The people that get older get married understand them much better. Young people don't understand what love is. They mix lust with love. Love means you really care for the person. Nothing to do with... Uh, that's, that's called caring, yes. Love means that you, a person really cares for the other person. That's what, you know, not, so the more the understanding is, the more you could love the person. It's not, you know, the, 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 the love is the flirtatious and, and the gender. The, it's like, really, I understand you, I love you, understand where you're coming. The more you, you interact, you understand your, your child, your friend, your spouse, the more you appreciate, the more you love them, he says. This is why the Torah, study of Torah, which deepens the understanding, brings love and peace into the world and banishes anger. See, the Gemara says, Torah learning banishes anger. Why does Torah learning banish anger? Helps a person to have a deeper understanding of what happens in life. You know, because the first thing he says, he's a mean guy, he hurt me, I don't want to hear about anything, he's this, he's this, and this, and this, and this, finish, I'm not, you know, he's out. He's toast, as people like to say. Calm down, try to understand where he's coming. You're coming. There's always a different side to the story. It's your side. There's a different side to the story. You know, you understand the person where they're coming from. You could appreciate and love them. That's why love, true love, comes the more you live with a person, the more you appreciate the person, the more you understand the person. That's where true love really falls into place. That's why it's so important, the Torah learning. Because a Torah helps a person to understand better. The more Torah you learn, it brings a person wisdom how to look at situations. Now, I challenge you all. There's no way that this week none of us are not going to get angry or a moment that you feel like you're plotting. 
It's reality. Try two things. Instead of getting angry, be kind to the person you really want to be angry. And second, tell yourself, you are, there must be something I don't understand. And the proof to this is, I always tell myself, if 20 minutes before that, someone would have told me I won the lottery, $50 million, ah, what am I getting angry for? Ah, well, that's nonsense. Uh, and all of a sudden, you look at it different. So you can't. You know, there's nothing there that you cannot, you know, you just have to have an understanding. The more your understanding it is, the better, the better you get along with people. Yeah, that's a chazal, right? Learning aloha help deepens the understanding, right? That's true. He says, number four, he says, immersing in the mikveh is also an antidote to anger because immersing it brings understanding. This is based on a deep teaching of Nachman. Going into the mikveh helps a person to bring deep understanding into themselves. The tahara, the being tohoyer, going to the mikveh brings into a person a deep, deep understanding, and that brings peace. You know, it doesn't make a difference when the man goes, or the lady goes, or man, you know, it just brings a deep understanding into the person that makes them understand the, their situation around themselves, and it brings great peace into the person. Well, I'll, uh, well, I'll try to explain it. It's a Kabbalistic thing, but I'll try to try to make it simple. Not easy. Because the Pasik says, when Mashiach comes, Kimala or Deyu. The world will be filled with wisdom. Kemayim layom machasim. The Pasik, this is a verse in Yeshaya. The world will be full of understanding, like the ocean which covers the, the, all the waters. And the reason why the Pasi compares understanding to the ocean that covers everything. See, you look at the ocean on top, everything looks even. But you know, I forgot where the, where the oil is flowing. What is it, two, a mile deep? If you know what a mile deep? A mile deep is taller than the Empire State Building. How tall is the Empire State Building? This is 5,000. You look in the ocean for our sight, you look, you look out into the ocean, 50 feet and, and 5,000 feet looks the same to us. But in truth, so when Mashiach comes, every person in their level where they work so hard in this world, they have a deep understanding. But Nachman says, and he explains in Kabbalah more, that since the, the, the Novi, the prophet, compares understanding to the ocean, dipping in, in mikveh has the power to bring us to understanding. See, understanding is a very deep thing. Sometimes you understand something, you don't have the right words to explain it. You just feel it. You know, there's not, you know, often people are more intuitive, they feel something, what's going on? You can't, you can't put it into words. And the deeper your understanding is, the more peaceful you are. Okay, let's, any other question? I know it's a, anger is a tough topic. No one is proud when they get angry. You know, no one walks a badge and it says, you know, I'm an angry person. We all like to act with calm and peace, and it's difficult. And, you know, it's, it's very, very powerful to overcome it. So then you have to, uh, what I do, yeah, yes. But I do, when it comes to me, it says, that, that means if I am so angry, I don't understand them. That's the truth, I don't. I don't understand them. But, but I always tell myself, anger is not gonna get me anywhere. That doesn't mean, I don't, you know, I just a year ago confronted someone who did a terrible thing, and I let him have it in my office. But I, I was angry. I explained to him what he did and what, uh, you know, it caused problems and irresponsible. But it's not that I threw things and I explained them in clarity, what, you know, communicated to him how horrible thing he did. But anger means that you walk around, 
you know, you're angry and you let him have it. And, uh, I'm waiting him to come through the door. I'm going to let him have it. So, uh, yes. So, you know what I what I do? I have, as a rabbi, I deal with such people. I always tell myself that has nothing to do with me. This person is a negative person. No matter who would be in the room, we'll get it from the person. I have someone in my shul who's that way too. He's very negative and could be very insulting. But I always tell people, he's oh, something wrong there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I, yeah, but I don't take it personally. So when we get anger, we take it very, very personally. You'll notice that you, I tell you another big secret about anger, which I watch by myself. You mostly get angry when you feel disrespected, negated, and pushed away. Every situation you think about, when you get angry at your spouse or your friends or your child, you felt disrespected. If you feel that the person really respects you and cares about you, I'll tell you a very interesting story. I got an ominous phone call, said over the, for the men. I got a phone call from a, a Sephardi lady. I don't know who she is even. And she uh, tells me, Rabbi, you got to speak to my husband. He wants to go to Uman. And for you. And, uh, you know, and leaving the children. I know your breast. So tell him he can't leave a bunch of young children behind. I said, listen. And then I want to, I don't know who you are. I ask, what's your first name? She tells me first name. Says, I'm going to, if I would say to you this way, my dear wife, I would love you to come with me to Oman. Sit right next to me and experience that incredible experience we experience. I would wish that for the that you should come with me. And I'm going to miss you deeply that you're not coming with me. And not only that, I'll be hurt knowing that you're all alone with the children, how lonely it is and difficult for you. But can you, for me, it means so much. Can you let me go? She says, you know, Rabbi, if my husband would have said it, I would have let him go. Asking, how long are you married? She says, seven years. So you don't communicate. So it's not Uman. Why, why, why do you get so angry? It wasn't Uman. You felt he came home. He said, yeah, I'm going to Uman. And what did you feel? Rejected. Huh? What's about me? What about my Rosh Hashanah? What about my, me? So the hurt always and the anger always comes when a person feels rejected, negated, pushed away, ignored. In, how you say in English, inconsiderate, not considering the feelings of the other person. That brings anger and, and tension. But some people are afraid to say these words. They're so afraid to be nothing wrong. But you get mileage. If, I don't know, you know, I don't know what happened. I never heard from her anymore, but I don't know what happened afterwards. I don't know who she is. But, you know, but I don't know if she told it to her husband. Or, but if he would have spoken to her this way, it would have been a different situation. 90% of our hurt and anger very often, not all this anger that has nothing to do with that, but a big part of anger comes, we feel deeply humiliated and hurt. Even the guy who stole the partner, he felt very used and humiliated, he told me. It was the money, but you know, like you used me, you got me involved, and then you threw me away. That's very, very painful. Yes, we humans have to use our brain, uh, how do you say, 24-7. How do you say 24-7? What do you say? Well, the, uh, but it also helps you if you're happy. Happy people don't get angry so quickly. Because whenever I get angry, annoyed, I know at that moment I am not truly happy. Uh, tell yourself all the time. That must be just not in a happy mood. Because you would have been in a happy mood no, how, no matter how annoying the situation is, your husband, your wife, the children, uh, in-law, a neighbor, you wouldn't have lost it. You notice people lose it is because they have deep hurt and anger in themselves. 
So, I want to, yes? I don't know. I raised many children and uh, you always have to figure out. You have to tell them in a nice, loving way. It's very hard, especially when they're teenagers. They know better than you. They're smarter than you. That's the age is the worst. So, if you're happy, things are better. So I want you all to fake a smile today. Even though you're not happy, act like you're happy. You see how your whole day would go better. I, I, I spoke to, to a bunch of lawyers a few weeks ago, and I told them Friday, that uh, at the end of the class, you know, try to act like you're very happy. A guy told me afterwards, he had the most wonderful Shabbos. He wasn't in a good mood, but he acted like he was in a great mood. And the whole his wife and all the children were in a great mood. He just couldn't believe it. See, I have a, my daughter has on, on, the, on the fridge, a smile is contagious. You ever notice? When you give someone a smile, they cannot hold back and not smile back. It always works. Give a person a smile, they're going to smile back at you. And it works. I always tell my, I always tell my daughters when they date, the most important thing is not just getting dressed, is put a smile on your face, dress your face up, because that is even more important. Because people like a smile. People like, people don't want to be happy, but they like when others are happy. Okay, thank you.
going to be a Tuesday class, not a Sunday morning class. We're not going to do Tanya today. I'm going to do the recording for the missed CD that I missed. Yeah. Hi. Ready to start. Hey, look. Wow, what a podium. That's great. Okay, one second. Let me just. Uh, Hi.